Welcome back to the show. I want to thank Racetech, the science of suspension. For nearly 30 years, they've been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. Visit their website at racetech.com. We've had a nice conversation with J.D. Beach and Jesse Janish. Jesse is uh, hes a good interview, man. Absolutely, and knowledgeable about his sport. So hopefully the next guy we have on doesn't screw that up because we've had a pretty good hour so far. <laughs> Chris Hawkins joins us, one of the organizers of the Boltaco Astro Cup. The Astro Invitational took place uh, earlier this year at Dixie Speedway in Woodstock, Georgia, and it was designed to benefit American Flat Track's official charity, the Rookies of 79 Charity for Injured Riders. And he joins us now. Chris Hawkins, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. Thank you. Thank you. Good interview with the guys before. Sounded, uh, those are... Uh Always amazing individuals, and I'd love to get to their level someday. Well, I don't think we ever will, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wishful thinking. But uh, yeah, yeah. So you you've got uh, you've got a busy weekend coming up next week. We do have a busy weekend, and it actually got widened a little bit. So um, there's about sixty of us throughout the United States that have varying degrees of Astros, and we come together usually at about. 20 at a time for events scattered around the country. Um, we've most recently kind of in the last year or so gotten involved with AFT and sometimes get to be their halftime show Atlanta. Uh, we, we raced down there and I was very fortunate to, uh, um, Davy is one of my riders and I got to get on top of the box with him. Um, uh, we won that race. So, uh, we we have we have a good time chasing these astros around the country, and um, this coming weekend will be Thursday night in Springfield, Friday night in Davenport, and then come back to Springfield Saturday night for the Class of '79 fundraiser that they're doing during the one miles. Uh, originally, we were looking at doing a race on Monday there back in Springfield, but they kind of canceled that or we weren't able to uh, put that one together so so your 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 class is 79 the the, the benefit tell me tell me what that is what is it what does that consist of is that so something the, we can join as fans absolutely the class of 79 is for injured riders um there's really not a like um jd and jesse were on before i'm sure most of them have very limited health care insurance so and especially when you're doing extreme sports, most insurance companies won't even observe that. So the class of 79, and I can't rattle them all off. I wish I could. Charlie, Charlie Roberts is kind of the kingpin or the leader of it all. He's the director, um, who is an Astro writer as well. Um, Scotty Parker, Wayne Rainey, uh, Ronnie Jones, uh, Lance Jones, and Jackie Mitchell. Um, they are all the board of the class of 79 and it's basically a nonprofit that helps support injured riders. And, um, we do our bull taco races. Um, as you and I spoke earlier, we take our number plates, have our riders sign them and those become auction material for the, um, for the class of 79. And we do very well with the number plates. Uh, part of the reason we changed the colors up on the number plates is they've become somewhat of a collectible. Yeah, and I can see some of them, d depending on the rider, depending on how they finish, that kind of thing could bring some pretty good money. Yep, they do. Um, 
general rule of thumb, I think Davies uh, after Atlanta brought uh, $250, something like that, and you got 20 riders spread out across there. It's a it's a three or $4,000 payday for the class of 79, and they're at every AFT event um, selling uh, their wares. Uh, and again, all those dollars and all those proceeds go right back to injured riders. And that is awesome. And the riders, I'm sure uh, th- this is all, when you say injured riders, you're referring specifically to current AFT ra- ra- racers, or are we across multiple <laughs> disciplines? We're no, we're across, they're across the board. All they have to be is basically a flat track racer. They do as much on the amateur side as they do on the pro side. This is for injured flat track riders. Gotcha. Making it a much even farther reaching uh, uh, type of charity. And that's, again, impressive. And kudos to you and, the, and those like you doing this. Can you tell us a little bit about these bikes? Because... Uh, well, they haven't made it Astros for quite some time, and you guys have 60-some of them that it sounds like are uh, a traveling circus that go racing with them. Well, we, we have uh, approximately 60 owners, and at any given time, 20 owners in, in one place. I personally hold five of them. Um, they stopped making them in 79, uh, and that you run into a whole... We could do a whole hour-long show on the demise of Bull Taco, and Marco is a dictator in Spain and AMA and changing the rules, and it, it gets real complicated. But we won't go there. But, yeah, there's about uh, 60 of us that travel around the country and uh, uh, get to put on our races when we can. I, I ultimately only get to do maybe four or five a year. Um, I still have a day job. This really doesn't pay anything. <laughs> so uh, this is this is my therapy or my passion. Are you married? Uh, I I am I am I am engaged, getting ready to get married. So she's probably pretty cool if she's going along with this uh, this bull taco astro she's thing. Hard, <laughs> she's more hardcore than I am. She uh, back last fall, um, I was uh, she. We raced one weekend, and um, I was you know wasn't excited. I was just down there cleaning bikes and she goes, you need to turn those around. We're going to Ocala next week. <laughs> so she's as, she's as hardcore as anybody ever is. And she's my driver. That's uh that's fun. We, we have a uh, very, very blessed to have a great motor hunger run up and down the highway in and she's my driver. I don't think I've driven six feet up the end of the driveway. Well, you've got a deal. Drives, yeah. 40 foot coach, 24 foot trailer. And I just sit over there and sleep. That is that's a deal, and uh, it's too late. I can't ask if she's got a sister. I'm recently married myself. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess that's over. Well, what kind of power, if, so people know what they're looking at when you guys get out there in force, what kind of power are you getting out of these Astros? Are we talking 15 to 20, or are we talking 30 horsepower? Oh, no, we're uh, we're all liars. Let me just get that laid out there, and you're never going to get <laughs> You're a never going to get a straight answer from, from gotcha. So... so we generally, I, I, I can give you some ranges. We're uh, we're going to be somewhere between about thirty-eight horsepower and about forty-six horsepower. So, and that's on a three-sixty model. In a place like Atlanta, a big half mile Davenport, you'll be able to actually see the three-sixty matter. At Springfield, the little bull ring, um, I actually have Davy riding a two-fifty there because I don't believe it matters. Hmm. So, um, you, so your schedule Thursday, you're doing, what are you doing there on Thursday at Springfield? 
So that's uh, uh, Steve Nice's District 17 race. Normally, we would race there on Saturday night. Our plan when we started looking at doing this was Davenport Friday night, Springfield Saturday night, obviously stick around for the mile on Sunday. Mm-hmm. May, May race gets rained out. They decide to do double headers, pushes everything back. So uh, now they're... What was normally their Saturday night show gets kind of compressed into part of a Friday night show, and um, the Saturday morning show that he normally has, which is the District 17 race, gets pushed to Thursday night. Yeah. And we're part of the District 17 race Thursday night. Yeah, so it's a lot of racing for you guys and a lot of driving, a lot of windshield time. Will yeah. you take your whole rig when you do that, when you, when you come in on Friday into Davenport, will you have your whole rig, or will you... Will you downsize oh, into yeah. somebody's van or no, what? No, 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 no. No, yeah, no. We'll uh, 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 that's no. We'll we'll bring I'll bring everything. You need to make room, Tony. Okay. She she swings wide and she'll uh, <laughs> she'll cut us the path. There there's a lot of room there at Davenport. We'll get her done. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. That's funny. Just make sure she's driving and not you, so we know because absolutely. If she's the driver, I don't want a rookie behind the wheel coming in here hitting the walls. Uh, in Davenport, she's the pro. Yeah, the pro. So uh, you've you've got um, so on a Thursday. What kind of crowd do you think it'll be in Davenport? I, I, or excuse know, me, Springfield. Oh, th- th- Thursday in Springfield. I really don't know. I I uh, I, I I don't know what to anticipate. Um, I I hope it's a good crowd. Um, it's Lord knows it's a big race weekend. Um, yeah. really across the country. So. Uh, I hope we have a good crowd Thursday night, but I, I've, we've never raced there on a Thursday night. I couldn't tell you, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there on a Thursday night ever, so yeah. um, not for a motorcycle race anyway. Do, do you think how many guys do you think you'll have come to uh, to Springfield and your Ast- on the Astros, and then then back to Davenport, then back to Springfield? Will they all do it? Well, no, they're not all going to do it. Uh, so we've you know there's several of them like. Um, Kevin uh, um, Kevin Barnes, he'll race Thursday night, and then he basically has to stay in Springfield because he'll be racing Saturday. Um, Rob McClendon, who won Springfield last year, a.k.a. Robbie Bobby. Everybody knows him by Robbie Bobby over Rob McClendon. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he, you know, he's turning wrenches for uh, Dalton Gaultier this year, so he'll race Thursday night and can't come Friday night. So, it, we'll, we'll we'll lose a few um, coming to Davenport, but I hope not many. That's going to be a great great race. Uh, I can't I can't wait. I know who is Both coming. Them, uh, Davey Durrell's coming on on Friday night in, in Davenport. Yep, because I got his pre entry, yep. and I know who else is coming. Parker, Chris Carr, Chris Carr. I'm sorry, not Chris Parker Carr. Carr. Yeah, Chris Carr's coming. I'm I just like, yeah, Parker's coming. You got that's a good piece of information. <laughs> so it, it, it will be. Uh, you're going to have Lance Jones there, um, who is part of the class of 79. Sure. Um, Paul, Co- Paul Covert, who's traveled the Midwest quite a bit, uh, has a very strong amateur resume. Um, you're, it's, going to be, it's going to be a salty race just between uh, Chris, um, Davey, and Lance. I would expect, would expect nothing less than one of those to be at the top of the box. So, of course, but... Chris Carr is Chris Carr, right? But I think yep. Davey Durrell, I, I 
I was I was just watching some old videos and stuff, just you know, kind of being feeling nostalgic because it's it's Davenport coming up and and it's a you know it's a vintage old guy race. Um, I think I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get in trouble. But no, you don't want to pick any favorites before they show up, bud. Because <laughs> they might just they not might not show up. <laughs> well, yeah. they're both on my bikes, so I've. Uh, I can tell you, four weeks ago, Chris and I went and tested, and he got off both of me because I, I, I can't tell any difference. I said, okay, then I've done my job. It's up to you guys. So Yeah, you won't be accused of making a favorite then. Oh, that's, that's good cool. For, that's he rode, good for you. He rode both bikes your, the, the, that he's going to race and Davey's going to race, and he couldn't right. tell the Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good story. Cool. I think it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, they... But I, I will. <laughs> I, Davey has less rust on him. How about that? And I know Chris is probably listening, and my son's going <laughs> to blow up. So. But, you know, you, you tempted fate anyway. You, you know, a lot of times people. Davey's been out west for a number of years. He's the 17 time Pikes Peak Hill Climb champion. He mm-hmm. owns seven world records going up Pikes Peak on two wheels. He's still pretty fresh. He rides weekly. And um, he hadn't missed a stride. I mean, we were within four-tenths of the singles at Atlanta. Wow. That's an impressive number right there. That's that's putting yeah, it down on, there. On 50-year-old, yeah, on 50-year-old crap. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> really expensive, well-built crap. Well, uh, well yeah, put together crap. Well-maintained. They, they were built on a dirt floor in Spain, you know? Yeah. Uh, they rust from the inside out. I've cut enough of these bikes apart to know what they are and what they aren't. That's awesome. Hey, we gotta, we gotta, we're at top of the hour. We're at commercial break, but it's. I look forward to seeing you in Davenport, Chris. Absolutely, Tony. Thank you for your time and letting us come on and talk about the charity. All right, we're gonna take a uh, one-hour national break. I want to thank J.D. Beach, Jesse Janish, and Chris Hawkins. Hour number two, we're going to have Tristan Hart, Drake Beecham, and an open segment. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. There's more right after this. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle or padel as it's called in North America. This is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with a pro tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos! 